Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is July 7th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block and we're going to jump into Acts chapter 3. I love the story at the beginning of Acts chapter 3. I think it's such a powerful story about priesthood power and about how the work of God continues even after the Savior is crucified. Now I'm going to read this story about what happens. And as I read, I want you to consider what are some physical or spiritual or maybe even emotional challenges or troubles that you might be experiencing in your life or maybe that your loved ones might be experiencing. Think about those troubles or challenges or afflictions as I read this story. Starting in verse 1 of Acts chapter 3, it says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Now, my friends, as you think about your own problems, afflictions, or trials, let's consider for a second how this man must have felt. We learn later that he was 40 years old and had been crippled since birth. So for 40 years, he has had this affliction, this trouble. And for several years, every single day, he was carried to the gate of the temple and sat outside the temple asking for alms. It's interesting and important to note that he sat outside the temple because Mosaic law prevented him from actually entering into the temple, which is why it's so beautiful in verse 8 when it says, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. This was a man of faith who probably desperately wanted to be there in the temple, wanted to enter the temple and to praise God and to worship him there. And yet, because he was lame since birth, he had never been able to do that. I think it's beautiful that the first thing he does as soon as he's healed is he jumps up and he leaps and he goes to the temple to praise God and to worship him there, something he had never been able to do. But I imagine he was so anxious to be in the temple, to be close to God and to worship him there. I absolutely love that that's the first thing that he does. I also think it's important to recognize that Peter sees him. The man asks an alm of him, and it says that Peter fastening his eyes upon him. Now, this wasn't just a general glance in his direction. Peter looked into his soul. He saw into his soul, and he saw all the faith that this man had. 
And Peter being able to see his faith and read his faith deems him worthy of this miracle that's going to happen there. My friends, consider that as we go through our own trials or our own troubles, as we ask for help, as we ask for alms, do we do so with an eye single to God and an eye single to Christ with faith in them? It's interesting this man asked for alms from Peter when Peter was able to give him so much more. Do we sometimes do that with our Father in heaven? Do we sometimes ask for bare minimum blessings when he's willing and able to give us so much more? I think that that's so interesting. Here this man is just asking alms. And yet Peter says, you know what? I don't have silver and I don't have gold. I don't have any money to give you. But what I do have, I am willing to share. And that is power that comes from God, which power was the greatest blessing. The man underestimated the blessings that he could be receiving and so only asked for the bare minimum. And I think I do that a lot in life. I also think it's important to recognize that Peter asked something of this man. He asked him to look upon him, asked him to fix his gaze and to fix his faith on what Peter could do for him. My friends, when we seek relief from our trials, from our troubles, from our tribulations, whether they're physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever. I think it's so important that we recognize and fix our faith on Jesus Christ, recognizing that it's the Savior that holds the power to heal. It's interesting. I think if the Savior came to any of us in our trials and in our afflictions and said, hey, can I give you a blessing? I think all of us would have sufficient faith in Jesus Christ to receive that blessing and to be healed or to receive the blessing that we seek. But do we have that same faith when it's a servant of Jesus Christ that comes to us and seeks to bless or to heal us? When a bishop or a home teacher, a missionary, a husband, a son, when they come to us and they seek to give us a blessing, do we have the same faith in their priesthood as we would if the Savior were laying his hands upon our head? My friends, I testify that it is the same priesthood. It is the same priesthood power. And that the same miracles that could happen if the Savior were laying his hand on our head can happen as we have faith in Jesus Christ when a worthy priesthood holder places his hands upon our head. I think I've shared this story before, but when I was on my mission, at the very beginning of my mission, we were teaching a family and all of a sudden one day we knocked on their door and the woman's father was there. He had had a stroke in Lima and they had brought him to Trujillo in order to kind of care for him through his rehabilitation and through his recovery. When we knocked on the door, we started talking and it didn't take us long to realize he was totally nonverbal. He couldn't move. He couldn't communicate. He was in dire straits and it was going to be a long and difficult recovery. Well, we asked him and we asked his daughter if we could bring some people from our church to give him a blessing. We explained that the men in our church held the same priesthood that Jesus Christ held when he was on the earth and that he could bless him to be healed and bless him to recover. She indicated that that would be good. And so we came back the next day with the patriarch of that stake and his recently returned missionary son. When we entered into the door, they were speaking to this man and he said, do you have faith in Jesus Christ to be healed? And the man who could understand everything, but had a hard time communicating, managed to nod and to say yes, that he had faith. And you could see in his eyes that he had faith in Jesus Christ. And then the patriarch said, do you believe that we have power from Jesus Christ to bless you? And again, he said, yes. And we could just see that faith that he had. 
while the patriarch and his son laid their hands on his head and gave him a blessing to recover. That was on a Sunday night. The next day was Monday. It was our P day, so we didn't see him. Well, we went back on Tuesday. We knocked on the door, and when we went in, the dad wasn't there anymore. I was a little hesitant to ask where the dad was. I was a little bit concerned, but she had said that he had made a full recovery, that he began to walk, to speak, and was just fine. My friends, the beautiful thing about this story is that it shows that the power that Jesus Christ held to heal the lame, the blind, the deaf, that same power that he had from God to heal and to bless, continued on with Peter and John, and that it continues on today in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And as we're willing to look on him, as we're willing to look to Christ and to believe and have faith in him, all things are made possible. All the gifts, all the blessings, all the power that our Father in heaven would have us receive becomes possible for us to receive because the priesthood of God has been restored on the earth today. So my friends, I testify that whatever your affliction, whatever your trial, whatever your difficult experience, the answer is to come to Christ, to seek blessings from him, to have faith in him and trust that in his time and in his way, he can lift, he can heal, and he can strengthen. Trust in him, look to him, and allow him to take you by the hand and raise you up. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.